This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Morning, Rolene. How are you? Good morning. I am fine, thanks, and you. All right, thank you. Can we start with what's happening in the north, please? It has been a, a significantly more action-filled week in the north of Israel these past couple of days. Uh, there have been, over the last four months, exchanges of fire. Hezbollah, which is also an Iranian-sponsored proxy, have fired on Israeli positions in the north of Israel. This has been ongoing since the 8th of October. Uh, and while we don't have a, a fully-fledged um, war situation in the north, we do have a situation where uh, civilians have had to be evacuated. We can't forget that we have over 200,000 internally displaced refugees from the north and the south who have had to leave their homes because their homes are uh, closed combat areas. There has been a significant amount of damage to many homes homes, many buildings and structures in the north, but this week we saw a serious escalation uh, just several days ago when Hezbollah fired several barrages of rockets towards the northern city of Tzfat. It is believed they were aiming for the headquarters of Northern Command. Eight people were injured. One seriously, a, a, a soldier who has regained consciousness, thank goodness, after a, an operation. And one a soldier, 20-year-old Omer Banjo, she was killed uh, as a result of the missile strike. So Israel yesterday, as you can imagine, retaliating and hitting Hezbollah targets uh, in the south of Lebanon. Now, Hezbollah is in violation of UN Treaty 1701, which states that they should be north of the Litani River. We are trying through diplomatic measures, through, uh, through other measures, to push them back away from the border with um, with Israel. We don't want a, a serious escalation there. Uh, and Israel striking in response. Um, 11 civilians on the Lebanese side were, were killed. Hezbollah have threatened that Israel will pay a price, and this comes a day after Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah from his bunker somewhere said that uh, as long as uh, Israel is operating in the Gaza Strip, Hezbollah will continue to fire on Israeli uh, positions in the north of Israel. Uh, and uh, of course, you know, it, it, it is a, a huge concern. We, we don't want to fight a war to front, but we are prepared for any eventuality. Our uh, defense minister, your Afghanad, saying, don't test us. The noses of our warplanes are pointed north. Yeah, very interesting. I just want clarification on something because we've got lots of different people who listen to us all the time, Rolene. Um, you referred to refugees. 
um, 200 displaced uh, people. Um, did you not mean evacuees? No, they, we regard them as refugees. They are refugees inside our country. Okay, all right. Because a refugee, by definition, is someone who has been forced to leave their country. So if these are Israelis, that's why I'm questioning their, it. They have been forced... They have been forced to leave their homes in a wartime uh, scenario. Uh, we don't forget that many of them ha don't have homes to return to and are therefore regarded as refugees. All right, let's get on to uh, some of the other stories. Um, the United, uh, United Nations official has, has been lambasted for saying Hamas is not a terror organization. Does he know what happened on the 7th of October? Well, this is Martin Griffith, uh, and Martin Griffith is the UN relief chief, and, and, and he's been absolutely shaded by the German foreign office. So uh, it, it was quite a fascinating war of words to watch uh, happening yesterday. He was on Sky News. He said that uh, basically um, uh, Hamas is, no, is not a terrorist organization, that he does not consider Hamas to be uh, a terrorist group. And I'll, and I'll read you his direct quote from Sky News. He, he said uh, that Hamas is not a terrorist group for us, as you know, it's a political movement. But I think it's very, very difficult to dislodge these groups without a negotiated solution, which includes their aspirations. Uh, I cannot think of an example offhand of a place where a victory through warfare has succeeded against a well-entrenched group terrorist or otherwise. So first of all, let's unpack that. Uh, uh, first of all, let's, let's discuss a, a victory through warfare. We only have to point him towards ISIS uh, and the American and allied troops um, defeating ISIS there. So first of all, you've got that wrong, Mr. Griffith. And when he says political movement, how do you explain the foundational document of Hamas, which is the stated elimination of uh, not just the state of Israel, but the Jewish people soon to be followed by the Christian people, it's absolutely extraordinary. So he was lambasted, of course, by our ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad uh, Erdan, who had some strong words for him as well. He said, um, the UN's pro-Hamas stance is finally exposed on live TV. Is the brutal murder of hundreds of civilians not terror? Is the systematic rape of women not terror? Is attempting Jewish genocide not terror? And uh, I have to give kudos to the uh, German Foreign Office who, who, who gave the, who shaded him in no uncertain terms, who said, let's just make it crystal clear. The EU has listed Hamas as a terrorist organization, and so have many others, which includes uh, the United States, and actually includes the, the uh, United Nations. And he says, he says, just to clarify his comment, Hamas is not on the list of groups designated as a terrorist organization by the United Nations Security Council. Uh, it doesn't make their acts of terror on the 7th of October any less horrific and reprehensible. Uh, and just to remind him, the majority of the world, including the United Nations, regard Hamas as a terror organization. So either somebody didn't get the work memo, um, uh, but one thing is for sure that he has exposed his vile hatred of Israel. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking even if you didn't, because you know the company, the countries that recognise um, Hamas as a terror organisation is Australia, the EU, um, Israel, Egypt. Uh, the UK, the USA and Canada right, that's it, all the other countries in the world don't recognise them and I thought after seeing what happened on the 7th of October that was, you know filmed by Hamas by Al Jazeera after seeing that, how can you say that they're not that's my question let's let's just uh, not forget for a second that we are still waiting We are still waiting nearly five months later for the United Nations, including the Security Council and the United Nations Human Rights Council, to formally condemn the events of the 7th of October. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. And when we're talking about relief, let's look at what has happened with UNRWA. UNRWA tasked with uh, providing humanitarian relief uh, to the people of Gaza uh, and uh, look at the situation, their levels of participation. And I'm glad that you bring up Al Jazeera because we have had proof this week that a journalist, at least one journalist from Al Jazeera, uh, has been moonlighting both as a terrorist and a reporter for Al Jazeera. And, And I want to give onto something very important. Please be very careful of where you get your news, including WhatsApp groups. You mentioned that, you know, you get a lot of information coming in, especially uh, uh, many people subscribe to these WhatsApp groups. Just because the group says Israel News doesn't make it a group that is uh, that provides verified news and is run by proper journalists. Many of these groups, and I know this for a fact, are run by people, first of all, not based in Israel, second of all, not journalists, and third, sponsored by uh, others who are paying for the information to be uh, shared and to push a certain agenda. So unless you see your news verified with the source where uh, you can find it for yourself, and it's actually run by a functioning, verified journalist, Please be very careful of the news that you consume. 100%. Rolene, um, just very, very quickly, Hamas has turned down a third ceasefire. What's the latest on that? Well, let's, I'm going to throw in another word there, Kath, disproportionate. Hamas were offered the release of 1,500 prisoners for our hostages, including the bodies of our hostages. First of all, I think that's, the, you know, if we want to talk about uh, lack of proportion, and disproportionality there is that but for everybody calling for a ceasefire who has turned down three successive deals for a ceasefire and i'll throw you in a big spoiler alert not israel would a ceasefire be in israel's interests Rolene? ah that's an excellent question uh, uh, many uh, call for a permanent ceasefire, but uh, f- for Israel, we need Hamas defeated at least militarily, because for us, we cannot have another situation like we had on the 7th of October. Uh, we can't have our borders that are not uh, safe for our people to to return to their homes. Um, and, and of course, there's always the concern that until Hamas are uh, defeated to the level where the army claims, okay, now 
uh, they are officially defeated, we cannot allow for them to be given the opportunity to rearm. So when we're talking ceasefire now, we're talking about a cessation of the hostilities so that we can do what is a very, very important goal and get our hostages back. Raleen Marks, that is where we leave it. We wish you a Shabbat Shalom and a peaceful Shabbos. Uh, well, that's the English translation anyway. Have a good one and we'll catch up with you on Monday. Be well, that's Rolene Marks. That Israel Report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Hi, it's Barry Cohen from the Blue Agency. Israel is currently facing one of its biggest challenges ever. All of Klal Israel is praying for the safety of our soldiers and the return of the hostages. We hope and pray that our soldiers and security forces will prevail and that they will all return home speedily and triumphant. We hold the hands of our clients and friends who have children serving in Sahal, who are protecting Israel and Jews around the world. May Hashem protect us all. Yeah.